Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Punk Rock MBA podcast. Really quickly, before we get into this episode, I wanted to mention my Patreon. Patrons get all of the podcasts a week early. I do giveaways, I do some other stuff, but most importantly, if you want me to review your music or artwork or anything else, Patreon is the way to do that. Every month, I do a call for submissions. All you need to do if you want me to review something is just post it in the comments of that post. Then I will review it live on Twitch for the hundreds of people that tune into every stream and post it on Patreon for everyone to check out. All you need to do is just join at the $10 and up level, stay tuned for that post, and you are good to go. So if that sounds cool to you and you want me to review your music, artwork, or anything else, hit the link in the show notes for this episode. And thank you very much to everyone who supports over on Patreon. Kevin, welcome to the show. I know you guys have a lot going on, so thank you very much for making time for this. I'm not even going to try to say your last name. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Finn. And uh, yeah, it's Rateitschak. It's a very, very, even for Germans and even for European people, it's a very hard name to 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 uh, pronounce and even spell it looks like it's missing some letters missing an e yeah. or an a or something in there we're not supposed to have j c and z next to each other <laughs> it even has a meaning it's 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 uh good what's the pe- the person on a horse what is it like uh, oh, a, 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 like a rider cowboy rider? or something yeah hor- yeah, yeah. i don't i don't know the word for that it's good rider or something i don't know it's very odd it's very old and uh yeah maybe someone was drunk while they invented that name. I don't know. That's what it looks like to me. Well, the background for this is I am writing a video right now about Electric Cowboy. And uh, I always like to get the facts straight on these, you know, because it's very important for me that I get it right. Mm -hmm. I don't like seeing videos with people, you know, uh, speculating or saying things that are wrong. So I thought, uh, what better thing to do than to get your input? And I figured, why not just record me doing the research and we can share it with everyone? For all the people sure. who want all the inside details. So thank you for making time for this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also interested in that. So because I have no clue either. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, first of all, let's make sure we promote the new album that you have coming out very soon. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, tomorrow already. I, I was shocked when I uh, just uh, today I drove through our city, Kassel and I saw a, a billboard. They are all over Germany right now. And it said our album would be out tomorrow. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just one day. Because we've been working so much the last weeks that it was 
you know, it was finished. It has been finished weeks ago, but now it's the day of the release, and we didn't even have time to to like actually realize what was going on. You know. Well, it's yeah, it's been a, a busy couple of years for you guys, so I'm excited to hear it. Well, let me just get into it. I guess my first question I have is: Tell me, how big is the band? In Germany, from what I see on Wikipedia, it looks like you've had three albums in the top ten in Germany. Is that correct? Yeah. The thing is, I always tell my my parents about that. It's like, oh, <laughs> look, it was worth it, you know, because we were in the charts. And then I forget about it because it's. I mean, what counts are the people that like your music, that come to the shows, you know, that enjoy your music. And uh, from that point of view, I can tell you, we're we're doing good. We're doing good in Germany and Europe. It's growing, and in, in in Germany, it's like when you want to hear a number. We had our own festival, uh, Escalation Fest. There were like over eight thousand people already. Oh wow! Which was which was amazing. We had a, a, um, a little arena near our hometown, and uh, biggest experience when it comes to live shows for us, uh, for headlining shows for us. So um, yeah, we're. You know, the, the part where we live in Germany is called the Ruhrpott at Ruhr area because of the river Ruhr that surrounds this area. And there are the people are very chilled, very, very straightforward and very humble, you know. So everybody is like, hey, it's cool, but don't let's not talk about it too much, you know. So I keep it that way, you know, like uh, we're enjoying it to the fullest. We were very lucky to be in that position. We worked hard for it, of course, but it can go the other way around the, the very next day, you know, always sure. keep in mind, always keep in mind that when there is an up, there can be a down. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So the last tour that I saw from what I could tell, looks like you guys are playing to a couple thousand people in Europe every night. Yeah, could be like uh, in, in in Europe. It's like it depends a little bit on which in, in which city we play, but in general, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, yeah, cool. And you have not done any touring in America since 2013 or so. Is that right? Exactly. America is so expensive to travel to because you have yeah. so many great artists yourself. You know, coming over, playing costs, traveling costs, and everything that it's like <clears throat> when you're not having some. 20,000 bucks in your pocket it's almost not doable and that's why we stayed at home for such a long time but i can remember the last time we played the us it was just an amazing time best times we had like being on tour and you know it for yourself america has so many different regions so it's like to it's like the whole of europe you know you can experience a new country a new state every single day and it's just yeah. a, in a big adventure well i find it very interesting that you guys reference a lot of like extremely German things like Schlager and whatnot, which I, I kind of know what that is, but you know, I'm not German. <laughs> so it doesn't, I just kind of scratch my head. I'm, it's like looking at people in a zoo, like, or animals in a zoo. I'm like, exactly. I don't know what this is. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, a lot of your vlogs are in German and yet it still seems to really resonate with an international audience. I mean, aside from touring, how much do you kind of focus on Germany versus the rest of the world. How do you think about that? We always thought about ourselves as an um, international band. We're from Germany and we always, we're patriotic when it comes to our hometown, like Castro Brauxel. It's not near of a bigger town somewhere else, but Castro Brauxel. And of course we're Germans, but since our lyrics always have been English, we saw ourselves as an uh, international band. The thing is, we're trying to be authentic as much as we can be. 
And thing is, although our English is good enough to communicate with people, it gets to its limits when it comes to sense of humor, you know? Like when right. we're talking when we talk in German, it's easier to make good jokes and to be authentic. It's easier in our native language, which is which is German. So we had so many different chats with our management and label, whatever, and they always told us, like, you have to do everything in English. And we try to Uh, provide everybody with English subtitles and when we're doing big announcements we, we're doing that in English because English is supposed to be understood by everybody on, in, on this planet but if there are like vlogs that we have and there are some particular situations of our everyday lives we just keep it in, in German and just do our subtitles under it which is pretty cool because when you read it and then you see I mean it's not only about about talking about like it's always gestures and mimics you know what i mean like to understand that a person is authentic and having fun you know so yeah. this is the point and i think people appreciate that and this is this is the, the one thing that i would say first when you ask me for why we're like reaching out for people all over the planet it's interesting to me to see people like americans that probably know even less about europe than i do um mm -hmm. reacting to like hurricane which is like extremely german And yeah, yet it yeah, still yeah. seems to resonate with people. And I think that's fascinating. It really says a lot about what you're saying, that there's sort of a universal element that connects with people, even if they don't really understand the details. I think it's it's the Rammstein effect in some ways. Not that I want to compare myself to Rammstein, but to be honest, the diehard fans, they are interested in what Rammstein are really talking about. But the, the more interesting fact is how it sounds, you know? Yep. And uh, the language, and the harsh, it feels exactly. And I think for the hurricane is a very specific uh, example of that kind of art, you know, because as you said, uh, Schlager music, uh, it's it's a German, I would say it's a German music genre, which is mostly heard, listened to, uh, listened to by um, by people over 50, maybe that are not into pop culture a lot. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I I don't want to I don't want to say anything bad about it, but it's like by old German not, rednecks. Yeah, exactly. Not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. So there right. there is there is cool Schlager music, but most of it is not. But we just took this and turned it into something special. I don't know. We just wanted to go hard after after the Schlager part, and people still get what we're what we're trying to say between the lines, you know, it's like acting foolish, acting foolish. And you right, know what right. I mean, and, and sing along and you still can dance. If you still can dance, even if you don't understand what we're saying. And then the hard palm part kicks in, you know, and everybody's like freaking out. And the funny thing is there is a very special form of dancing, couple dancing for this uh, music. Uh, it's called disco Fox. In in Germany, it's like, Everybody searches for another one, like you couple dance together and there are different steps you have to take. And we made the people do it live uh, on big metal festivals. We oh, opened okay. up, we opened up that pit, you know, open up that pit. And everybody was uh -huh. like, oh yeah, what, 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 what's going to happen next? And then we told them, get a partner and dance Disco Fox. <laughs> and well, everybody I hope did. That when you make it over to America again, you can bring Disco Fox <laughs> to America. Yeah, because of the hard part at the end, we called it Death Go Fox. Oh, okay. We, it's, we, 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 we've, we've been very creative 
uh, with this one, but uh, we even have a shirt. It, I, I like that. It, it was just a, a little joke in our heads, Death Call Fox, and we call it this way now. I like it. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, you can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player. And when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. So Hypa Hypa, I, I followed the band since whatever, since Is Anyone Up, like a long time ago. I remember you wow, coming okay. up back then. Is... A long time ago, yeah. Hypa Hypa was definitely like the breakthrough for the band in America. I remember, you know, people are blowing me up like, oh, have you heard this song? Like, do you know this band, Hypa Hypa? I'm like, Eskimo Cowboy, I remember them. Um, and it was so interesting to me to see, I mean, you guys have been a band for almost 10 years at that point, you know, to see you have a breakthrough in America at that point. And the one thing I noticed is that your songwriting got like dramatically better. Like, I mean, you guys were always a good band, but like starting with that EP, it's like dramatically better. Did something specific happen or was that because of Nico or like what? Tell me about that. Um, it's an overall vibe that has been in the band or even not. Uh, or uh, thing is, um, as you know, we had a lineup change uh, before Nico changed, joined the band. 
And the thing is, we started at some point with this band 10 years or 12 years now ago. And I don't know, there was no responsibility. There was just making music, guys making music in a cellar room. And the thing is, over the years, this good vibes got lost, you know, and we came to mm -hmm. a point where everything was just melancholic. And I don't want, I don't want to blame anybody for this, but it was always five against one, like not being unfair, but also, uh, but uh, only uh, like five opinions, five agreed and one didn't agree. And this meaning was, like, like you guys didn't get along specifically with sushi or just in general, there was always one person. No, no, with sushi. So okay. it was like, and I even, I don't even want to blame him. It's like up to him. Yeah, yeah. But 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 thing is like we got along, and he was like, now I don't want to. And the thing is, after we parted ways with him and found Nico as our new singer, it the the easiness came back. You know what I mean? Like we it was we all knew again why we're making music, and I think this was it felt like an explosion in my creative side. You know because. Yeah. Everything that was hidden, that got stuck over the years, came out again. And I don't want to say that Nico was the solution for everything, but he was like the spark that it needed to to like ignite everything again. Yeah, and we have like Daniel, our guitar player. He's doing most of the basic riff work and the songwriting work. And we're adding our lyrics and adding like synthesizers and some hooks and whatever. We usually work together. But as I said, it was so easy and it was so much fun to work again. And uh, I think when you're absolutely passionate about anything, you can be successful. And if you're not, you cannot. It doesn't mean that you necessarily be successful if you like something, but hard work in, com in comparison with uh, hard work combined with, with passion for something is a good, good uh, start for something successful, you know? Yeah, I think especially the reason I was wondering if it was Nico's because I think especially the vocal melodies and choruses like those hooks really just went to the next level. Like I didn't like Hypa Hypa the first time I heard it, mm -hmm. but I found mm -hmm. myself singing it over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, all I right, there's something here. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, thing is, when something gets stuck in your head, it's most of the times it's very easy. You know, when you try yeah. to get too technical and too creative, like real musicians say, wow, this is too easy for me. I, I like the, the hard stuff, but this won't probably won't get stuck in your head. You know, it's like you get something in between. This right. is the best way, probably. But I'd say, so hooks, for example, I, I always wrote the melodies, most of them, and uh, with, with our old singer. And the thing is, it was always a fight. It was always a fight. And with Nico, it was more together you know like right hey right. nico what do you what do you think about that idea oh yeah it's cool 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 what, do you what think if we about did that? this yeah. what if we did that yeah yeah exactly and you you enriched each other you mentioned in some other interview like a boy band kind of vibe which is i think really like yeah. my favorite song is uh we got the moves like that's mm -hmm. such a such a good chorus and really just reminds me of like basically you know metal in sync and uh i think that was <laughs> always that was always kind of there, but it feels like with Nico, it really came together. Yeah, and I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of Nico also because uh, he's very charismatic. Like when you see, mm -hmm. like just seeing the thumbnails of our YouTube videos, when he's like, you know what I mean. And with his voice, I know I'm don't want to be cocky or something, but I'm good in, in in creating melodies. You know what I mean? And I know how 
Nico's voice works. I'm not mm -hmm. a good singer myself. I can sing, but it sounds awful most of the times. But I know how it sometimes feels like Nico's voice is mine. You know what I mean? Like when I'm creating new melodies yeah. or something, I think Nico's voice is mine. And then it's so cool because I can reach to the high-pitched high ones and it's so much fun to work. And uh, yeah, and Nico is a very, very, very motivated and ambitious singer. He's uh, very, like, when he has something in his head and it doesn't work for the first time, he's very, trying really hard to get there. And I appreciate that very much. Yeah. It also seems like the band, um, the old stuff, not even the old, old stuff, but it just everything mm -hmm. with Sushi felt like it was a little bit like edgier and darker and mm -hmm. like... Um, I don't want to say not nice, but there was like a little bit of darkness there that I feel like is not there anymore. It feels like it's a much more like lighthearted. I mean, it's always fun, but do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like just feels like a little bit of like, it's almost more like family friendly now is like the word I think mm -hmm. of. Yeah. It feels nicer it's, now. Yeah. As I said, it was always, it was always this different influence and it, it didn't in the end, it didn't fit anymore. And I, I don't, I can't even explain it properly. You know, it's, it's just, I can be serious and I can be sad sometimes, but I'm not trying to be sad when I'm not sad at all. You know, like right. not for the, not for the sad. I'm, tr I'm not trying to be sad just to be sad, you know? So mm -hmm. there are times like these times like that. And I'm always happy to, to, to create music fitting to my situations in life, you know? And I'm very happy, for example, when we when we wrote the new album Techno. Of course, we liked the good vibes. We 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 hated to 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 be stuck at home during the pandemic. So we needed those good vibes. We needed those funny songs. But we came to a point where even this became a little bit. And I don't want to say boring, but it was like we had enough funny songs. So we wanted some serious songs again. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun to like get into a totally different mood after two or three years of having hyper hyper and so on it was so much fun to to get into that dark area of our minds again it was it was fun like parasite and and, and mind reader to, to call out some songs but yeah uh, it's it's art in the end it's art and it's uh it, it depends on on the artist being creative so it's always an up and down you know Right. I feel like your videos also got like better in the same way as the songs. You guys have always had like, you know, the same sort of fun videos with high production values. Like uh, what's the song with Franz? Uh, what's the name of that one? Uh, this The scene. Yeah, the scene. The that's scene. right. Like that. Mm -hmm. That was a very like like that video was very well done. You've always had that. But I feel like, again, with Hypa Hypa and everything after that, the videos also got just like better. Um, oh, is there something you. specific that happened there or like, tell me about that. I can tell you what, what mistakes we have done in the past. For example, uh, we are in the lucky position to have many people around us or even in the band that have different professions. And so we are very good when it comes to do things uh, on our own. And uh, for example, pa Pascalo, our guitar player, he's, he studied the whole camera and video graphics shit i don't know daniel he studied music and so on and when it comes to the music videos there were times when we got partners or we got some video companies that helped us and whenever we got help by any other companies or whatever we were not satisfied in the end so right. we even we even trashed the song and i can't even blame the companies because 
in the end, they are just, it's just a service for them. You know, it's They're just doing job. a job. Yeah. Yeah. And when it's 8, uh, when it's 8 p.m., they, they're going to the couch and we're going sure. extra time. And I would say there is experience on the one hand, uh, because, yeah, every, every other video gives you more experience and more things uh, to learn. And on the other hand, we, we have been getting more picky with every video, more detailed, and mm -hmm. which, which again is experience. But uh, for example, Hyper Hyper, as, as, as the start of this, of this whole new level of Electric Cowboy, uh, we did everything on our own. To be honest, it looked good and it had a good yeah. vibe, but it was not a, a million dollar production, you know? It was just a sign that we we went to the to the store, got some wood, we cut it out, we had the we illuminated the, the letters, we had a, a nice girl on, on on roller skates, we had a friend with a Ferrari, we had some palm trees, and that's it, you know, some lighting, some fog, and then perform as it was the last day of your life. <laughs> I think I think it's all about being authentic and being ambitious and being passionate. Yeah, I mean, there's probably other people that spend a lot more money on their videos, but the video doesn't have the same, like you can just feel the fun and passion come through. And that has nothing to do with how much money you spend on it. That is what even we, and we don't spend millions of dollars, but even we have experienced that because for just to name an example, um, MC Thunder 2, part two, from the cost side, like the cost of the video, it was pretty high, I would say. It's not the mo the most uh, successful video, mm -hmm. and it's not. For example, um, I'm doing content for my social medias, and whenever I'm doing a, a very beautiful and very professional portrait of myself or whatever, doesn't get many likes. Yep. What gets likes is the the normal me in my own habitat in my home. Uh, just being normal, you know, like I can uh -huh. have a pimple, I can do whatever I want. The people appreciate the authenticity. It's the same for music videos, I think. Yeah. Well, last question for you. I think uh, a lot of people, maybe including me, maybe thought of the band as like sort of comedy metal in the past. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. after paying attention to you guys for the past few, paying more attention to you guys for the past few years, I can tell you guys are actually really thoughtful people that are more than just that. I know you've talked about this a little bit in the past, but kind of how do you mm -hmm. balance sort of, you know, the fun with the serious? How do you mm -hmm. think about that? Yeah, it's always a thing. You can do funny stuff, but you, I don't, I, 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 I at the same time, I want to be taken seriously, you know? Like I can be the clown in one video and on the next, in the next video, I'm being serious and I want to be, seen as a serious person as well it's sometimes it's hard even uh, especially when people don't like you you mm -hmm. always be the fun band that is gone tomorrow you know they they tell right. us this for for the last 10 years they won't be here anymore next year but i like being in this band because we can do whatever we want now it has been a hard way because we never fit anywhere like we we were not metal enough to play metal festivals we were not pop enough to to play mainstream festivals um you but, could put out a polka uh, song and people would like it and it would work exactly look at Schla uh, look at the schlager schlager song i mean it's the best example we we yeah. didn't give it blood damn and you know what i mean like it wasn't we didn't even care and there were times where we we were so afraid and uh, uh i think this is 
our key to success. Like, yeah, we have been through uh, some hard times, but now we're here and we're absolutely enjoying it. Cool. Well, uh, I know you got a lot of other things to do, so I will let you go. But thank you very much for your time here. Thank you for answering my questions. And uh, I hope you enjoy the video. I thank you very much, Finn. Thank you for having me. Good luck with the album. And I will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, Finn. Bye-bye. Take care. All right, my friends. That does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer. Second thing you can do, if you really, really, really love us and really want to support us, you can support us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the show notes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this, or you can do none of that, and you can just sit at home thinking about how awesome this podcast is. That works too. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. We sincerely appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>